Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. Thanks for liking and join me for a look ahead to this week's best bets in Norway are Greg Browning and David Wellerston. How's it going, guys? Yeah, good, thank you. Very well. Uh, yeah, me too. Good. Good, good. Um, we're going to have a wee look ahead, mostly to the Norway stuff, Greg, because we're reaching the sorry, not the penultimate, the final week of the season in Scotland and uh, the SPFL. Most of the, I suppose, positions are already settled. I think there's maybe only one or two in the bottom six, Greg, but it's pretty much all been decided. Yeah, it's a bit of a shame, really. I think most of the excitement came uh, pre-split. There's not been much to shout about, really, in terms of the post-six um, split matches. Last round of games, nothing really to play for. Congratulations to Celtic, obviously, in winning the title uh, back from Rangers. And commiserations to Dundee. Um, oh, that feels really, really heartfelt <laughs> that commiserations there. Yeah. <laughs> so, on that note, I obviously brought in the Dundee to finish bottom at 6-4 and the Kilmarnock Dundee double at 4-1. So, it was a long time in coming, but those tips that we put up on in January have both landed along with Kilmarnock to win the league. So, I think between those three bets, I think we've got 24 points back. So, a pleasing end to the season in, in that respect. And it's just a case now, really, of the playoffs... Um, across the kind of three or four leagues, mm-hmm. uh, some big playoff games coming up this weekend. You've got Edinburgh City uh, versus Annan tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, and we've also got uh, a few in the in the League One and the Championship. So I think it's Airdrie v Queens Park. How did that finish last night? I didn't see one one was it. I didn't see the final yeah. score. And you've obviously got Inverness versus Arbroath. Um, probably no surprise that game finished nil nil. Inverness <laughs> on Tuesday, Wednesday night. So, from a St. perspective, I probably want to play our growth. If I'm being honest, I think Inverness have come into the playoffs in good form. They've ended the season very well. They've defeated Partick Thistle. You could say, I flip that on its head and say they've played four matches before they play us. But I think I'd rather play our growth for pure fickle reasons, really. Um, the whole of Scottish football will be wanting our both to beat us. <laughs> and I'm more than happy to take that on and give it right up everyone when St. Johnson win. Everybody yeah, win. <laughs> You do enjoy that. Uh, just, although we don't have Scottish tips, I just wanted to very briefly discuss St. Johnson's game at Hibernian this weekend. I hear Callum Davidson on the radio saying that there are a few players away from suspension. And of all the teams in the, the division, St. Johnson are the only ones who have really got, still got something to play for this season. Um, and I expect that they will make a raft of changes for their visit to Easter Road on Saturday. Well, yeah, we've got a squad of five million, so there's definitely going to be changes. Um, quiz time. Who do you think is close to suspension? <laughs> <laughs> the easiest, easiest question in the universe. Yeah. Come on, one of you must know. Sorry, I thought David said Liam Craig. No, not Liam Craig. No, he's, said... no. Oh, Murray Davidson. Yes, well done, David. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. Must go again <laughs> on Wednesday night against Aberdeen. I think we've got five books in that match. Liam Gordon got booked, McCart got booked, Rooney got booked because he's a lunatic, and uh, Muzz got booked, which must be double figures now for him. He's closing in on Van Veen, who's on <laughs> 16 cards this season. Wow. He must be crazy. one of the most booked players in St. Johnson's history, Murray Davidson. He's been there <laughs> long, so he must be up there. So, yeah, uh, Bernie in our 10-11, I know this goes against the golden rule of the Gambler Betting podcast to bet uh, to back Hibernian at home. 
but it would be more of a bet against St. Johnson, who have got their eyes on a much bigger prize next weekend. Is it next weekend? Yeah, I think I think you're right. I, I can't be getting involved at Hibs at any place like that at home, especially given the form Hibs are in. Dundee just sitting them aside on, on Tuesday night. It was, it was rather embarrassing. Charlie Adam running the show and a great goal as well from Charlie Adam. Yeah. But yeah, it's a sorry, sorry state of affairs for Hibs. They really need to get that manager on board and quickly and mm-hmm. rebuild for next season, along with a very, very poor, awful, shambolic and terrible Aberdeen side who, again, massive rebuild for Jim Goodwin in the summertime. Yeah, a lot of work to be done there. Uh, apart from that, there's not a huge amount stands out Saturday in the Premiership in Scotland. The only one I would really highlight is this, that I think Celtic will probably score quite a few against Motherwell on Saturday. I think they'll probably go out and uh, try to wrap up the season in style against the Motherwell side who can down tools now. They've secured Europe for next season. Unbelievable. It's incredible. Incredible <laughs> qualification for Europe in the history of qualification for Europe. However, the league table does not lie so congratulations to Motherwell. Yeah. And I think that's their eighth European campaign in 14 seasons. Yeah, I heard that on the radio. That's a remarkable stat. Really impressive. Yeah, really good. Yeah, excellent for a couple of that size. So yeah, I just like to look over uh, the 74 on Celtic to score over three and a half goals. And it's not a bet that you would normally want to take on for a team to score four or more. But I just think it feels like one of those days where it'll be a party atmosphere. I must say, it's a real shame that they've split these games Saturday, Sunday. Really disappointing. Just get them all played at the same time and the same day and make a big yeah, show. That's how the last day of the season should be. Yeah, it's pretty disappointing yeah. that, to be fair. Okay, so we're not going to dwell too much on the Scottish stuff this weekend, but we did okay in the podcast last weekend, both across Scotland and in Norway. Yeah, I think both David and I had a good weekend in terms of Norway. I think we had over 2.5 goals double in the Obis League and starting on Darwin, winning 3 1, 3 0, and 2 1. And corners on Sunday. We landed our biggest probably prize winner in Norway this season so far with 9-2 corners Aka. Um, I think we had four games, three of them over 10 corners and one over 12 and that landed at 9-2 and yeah. David had a great week as well I think David didn't you? Yeah well, I had the Leila Strom to score and hit four corners at Bode Glint. Yeah, that happened in a 1-1 draw in Bode. And me and Dallin to win, they were better than evens, and they won again. And I also uh, recommended a, a Sunday treble of me and Dallin, Start and Stabak, and they all won for an 8-1 to one treble. So that was nice as well. Yeah, we'll Unfortunately, San Nezio let us down for the Div McDonald 28-1. Uh, <laughs> to one, uh, Could ripple, but uh, yeah, that's okay. Please bring it now to the Div McDonald treble and winner because he's getting he's getting airtime in this podcast every week now. It's going to have to stop. <laughs> We're going yeah, to have to get one between the three of us. So. We are, we are indeed. <laughs> uh, but we'll take eight to one trebles every week as well, David. They're absolutely fine. Just keep them coming. <laughs> that would be, be absolutely ideal. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about Norway. Um, we've got. Just, we touched on Norway. Sorry, sorry. Just a point about this weekend. It's the season finale, pretty much across Europe. So starting tonight, we've got the season finale in the Austrian second tier. Um, a good league for goals. We've got the season finale in the National League in England. So I'll be back in total goals in that market, which has landed in League One and League Two and landed well. So that's something I'll be sharing on the channel. We've got the season finale in Liga One and Liga Two in France over the weekend. Season finale in Germany and season finale in Holland, where I think Ajax wrapped up the title uh, with a 5-0 win yeah. on Wednesday. 
So lots of goals opportunities, probably an opportunity for some really small stake, big price uh, winners, all games over 2.5, over 1.5, a goal in both halves. Always worth doing at this stage of the season. Yeah, you do like a last day of the season goals bet, don't you? Well, yeah, I think um, League 1 and League 2 in England, consecutive weeks, both landed a goal in the first half in all Mm -hmm. 12 matches. And although I highlighted them on the channel, it was just one of those ones. He didn't put any points to it. I think it was 65-1 to last week for League 1. Great thing is, a lot of members actually got that on, which is great to see. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, Yeah, so I guess it'll be those kind of bets that you're looking at this weekend again. It will be, yeah. Yeah. Okay, keep an eye out on uh, Greg's private channel for those. Uh, So, on to Norway. David, uh, we've got Viking at the top of the table. And uh, I guess, are we already talking about game of the season last weekend? Um, They're one at Mulder. Yeah, yeah, absolutely incredible. Um, Molde just Molde just started brilliantly, playing really good football. Got a got a three 0 lead quite early on, and they were just cruising. And um, Viking managed to come back and win four three. With they got it back to three one, and then in the second half they got a penalty at three two, and uh, Molde got a player sent off. It was a handball. It was it was it was the right decision, but at the time it didn't look like Viking were getting back in the game, but. 3-2 from the penalty spot and then managed to get another two and turn the game around. So, yeah, it was a fantastic, fantastic result for Viking. And I said um, previously before that game that we'll wait and see what the result is for them because mm-hmm. uh, they were, I think they were 8-1, to one, I mentioned, they were to win the title uh, yeah. before last weekend. Um, they're currently 11-2. 11 11-2, is it? Um, yeah. So, no, it's not 11-2, 92. They're currently 92. So, yeah, I mean, it's coming a bit. They played last night again, Viking, and um, a yep. bit of a disappointing <laughs> result. A 0 nil draw home to Strum's Godset, who had started the season really poorly, but have uh, since had a really good result last week against Rosenborg. They beat them 3-0 at home, and um, uh, then went on to draw in Viking, uh, uh, and Stavanger against Viking. So, yeah, uh, good good week for Strum's Godset, but yeah, Viking, top of the league. But they have played seven games and Lelistrum below them on 14 have played six and there's a few teams that have played five uh, a bit further back. So are we are we talking about Viking as serious title contenders in Norway? Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think they've got in Veton Berisha the best striker in the league. Um, I think he scored he scored two against Molde last week. He scored a hat-trick the week previously. I think he's on six goals for the season. Uh, already, but um, him and Zlatko Tripic, as a, he's on five five league goals, pretty shut off of the charts uh, at the moment. Him and Zlatko Tripic is probably the best sort of attacking partnership in the league. And um, they've looked really solid at the back this year, which is something they didn't manage last year. Um, they've been playing against the bigger teams. They've been sort of switching to a back three um, to, to try and be a bit more solid. That got them a clean sheet against Glint. Uh, and a two 0 win. Um, obviously not not so uh, not so defensively solid against Molde, but yeah, they've looked defensively solid and scoring goals, and it's that's a good recipe for being in the title but race. That's solid, David. That Estrem's God set didn't get any corners last night. That's how solid they are defensively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just uh, one of those games. Estrem's God set obviously set up with the game plan to to frustrate Viking, and and it's worked, and they've got a point. It's probably, something that, <laughs> yeah. it's probably something to factor in actually. I think in hindsight now, given how Viking have started the season, um, it's maybe something to consider when teams are going to, to Viking that they may just sit in 
and, and keep it try and keep it tight. I think they won ten 0 on corners yeah. last night at Viking, so it's maybe something to consider yeah. uh, later in the season. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think it's something that's happened to glint the last sort of year and a half. And um, Viking, just the way they attack, uh, they, they do like they do like a lot of space in behind. So I think teams will be getting wise to that and setting a little bit tighter against them. And also at the top of the table, defending champions, uh, Bodo Glint could only draw. You did highlight last weekend. It was a great opportunity for Lillestrom to go there. Uh, Glint where their team was a wee bit short-handed. Um, took the lead and it took uh, an equaliser in the last 10 minutes for Bodo to get a point out of the game. Yeah, uh, and to be fair, Glint they didn't deserve to lose the game. But uh, yeah, they, they are a bit short-handed and still still this weekend. Salantes has got has got a two-game ban, so he's still out this weekend. Solbach is still out, obviously, with his injury. Um, Boniface and Espigard will be back uh, this weekend, and they should be okay apart from the Salantes and Solbach. But um, yeah, just uh, I, I thought it would be a tight game last weekend. It turned out to be. Yeah. Um, uh, from what I've seen so far this season, Moldo, Moldo were very, very good against Odd um, on Wednesday night in a 3 0 win. Um, uh, bouncing back from the defeat to Viking, that was a good, really good performance. But uh, Gleamed, they have looked good. I think if they've got all their players fit and firing, they're, they're still the best team in the league. But um, yeah, it's, it's interesting so far. I think there's definitely four teams, four teams in the title race, I think, uh, at this stage. And um, it's good to see. I know it's early on, it's early doors, but I think Lillestrom and Beeking have got squads capable of uh, challenging. Um, and it's good to see. That's what you want to see. You don't want to see a Boda Glimt, uh, Molda just again a, a two-horse race. It's great to have Viking and Lillestrom up there at this early point in the season. Yeah, and I think Viking. I can see Viking hanging around Lillestrom. Maybe uh, not. Maybe not quite at the same strength as Viking, but. Um, the first eleven is very good and they're very well organised. So as 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 at the moment, I think we list them uh, definitely. Yeah, one of the contenders as well. And and Molde and Bode Glint are uh, not. I, I don't think they're as um, far ahead as they were last year. And Christiansen are the only team without a win so far. Maybe quite a good place to start this weekend. David, you mentioned how good a week from Scott had had. They're over two to one to win at Christiansen this weekend. Yeah, uh, Christiansen struggling big time on one point, and they went to they went to Haugesund last week in the battle of the the bottom two. And uh, to be fair, they were well beaten, um, two 0 to Haugesund, well deserved win for Haugesund, and drop uh, that was their first points, and Christiansen dropped down to the bottom. Christiansen have got huge issues defensively. Um, <laughs> last weekend they had to bring an emergency loan. Um, from Bode Green, a young defender called Sigurd Kvile, and he dislocated his shoulder after 10 minutes. So, um, unfortunately... You're um, to play soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately for Christian Sweden, they're really, really short of defenders. So, uh, Dan Petter Ulvestad and uh, Ali Coley are probably their first two choice. They're both injured. Kvile, who came in, he's injured. Um, Hawkmark, who's Probably the next choice. He's 50-50 for this weekend. He's been missed the last game. And Williamson, who'd be the backup centre-back, sort of fifth choice. He's injured as well. So um, Christian soon have got huge defensive problems. And yeah, that adds to to the price for Strum's Godset, which looks really, really good this weekend. 
it was certainly the first thing that stood out to me was that price, just given how poorly Christensen have started. And as you said, David, the last couple of weeks for Scrum's God say a cracking Cino win against Rosenborg and like you say, a really well hard fought nil nil Viking last night. So twenty one to ten looks pretty good. And the the manager had come out and said before the Rosenborg game that they were going classic sort of British phrase, we're going back to basics. Um <laughs> He actually said back to basics in English as well. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they, they've gone back to a sort of 4-3-3, which is something they played pretty much every game last year. And, yeah, they just they were, they were much better than Rosenborg. They outplayed them the full game, deserved to win. And got a good drop. Viking confidence will be high going to Christiansen, where confidence is on the floor and they have no defence. Uh, yeah, the price, the price does stand out very, very much. Uh, our first tip, though, David, is going to come uh, at the Ullerson v Molde game. We've got a bet builder for us. Yeah, um, as I said, Molde on Wednesday night, they played against Odd. It was bouncing back from defeat to Viking. Um, they needed something and they played really well. Um, they won 3 0, uh, 1 0 up in the first half. And in the second half, they got a penalty and a red card to uh, an Odd player. That was 2 0. And then it was really comfortable from there. Um, but the first, yeah, the first twenty minutes, they could have scored three or four goals. Um, the odd keeper was man of the match by a mile, and it could have, yeah, it could have been a, a big score line for Molda. So they've looked really good uh, on Wednesday night, and uh, all assumed, to be fair to them, um, they've started the season pretty well, um, looking a little bit more solid than the, than the last time they were in the league when they conceded. I think it was something like seventy some seventy something goals they conceded over the season. Yeah, so looking a little bit more solid. They had a nil nil draw last week at Hamcam. Um that was off the back of a two nil defeat to Lillestrom. Um but before that before that they've beaten Odd and they've beaten Christian Sund so far this season. So they've got got eight points on the board, which is a, a decent start for them. Having said that, I just think uh, Molda are going to be too strong for them this week. I don't hate the price of Molda just to win. Um, it's currently sitting at twenty-one to twenty, which is pretty good. But I've got a wee bet builder which also comes in at twenty-one to twenty, um, and that is over one point. It's a Greg Brown special, by the way, for anyone in the channel. It's an over point, uh, over one point five match goals. Um, Molda to hit four or more corners and Molda to draw or win. And that comes in at 21 to 20 as well. Um, can't see them losing. I could see Allison maybe nicking a draw um, on the break, maybe a counter attack goal. But um, I can see, I don't see Molden not scoring goals, um, not attacking a lot, getting a lot of corners. And I just don't see them losing. So 2.05 on the wee bet builder, I think uh, it looks really, really good price. Yeah, Greg, any thoughts on the Molden game? I think that 21 to 20 will be popular, or them just to win, won't it? Yeah, as David said, it's a cracking price, I think. But I do, I do like the look of that bet builder. It's sometimes a nice little approach to take, especially when you really fancy a team not to lose. And I, I think both those bets would come in. Molder to win on its own. And the bet builder that David just went through as well. Speaking of bet builders, you've got one for us in the Rosenborg-Sandyfield game, Greg. Yeah, it's quite an interesting match, this one. Rosenborg haven't started the season that well. They've only won one of their five matches. But I think if we dig a little bit deeper... Half of quite a tough start. They've drawn 2-2 with Buda Glimp first game of the season. They've drawn 0-0 at home to Molder. And they're playing a Sandyfjord side who they absolutely love to beat. 
They've won 16 of the last 20 meetings. We've only lost one of the last 20 matches between the sides. So, incredible head-to-head records. Sandy Fjord, bit of an up-and-down season, really. They, they've won 3-1, lost 2-1, lost 3-0, lost 3-1, and won 5-0. So, <laughs> plenty of goals. All five games over 2.5 match goals. 19 goals across those five games, 10-4, 9 against. Um, I must admit, Rosenborg are a bit short at 1-2. to two. Um, But I, I do think they'll get the job done. Looking at the corner markets here, well, first of all, I think you go back to 2006. It was the last time Sandefjord beat Rosenborg. Uh, I think that was 14 games ago. Um, so I, I do think Rosenborg will again avoid defeat here. Sandefjord just conceding far too many goals. But looking at the corner stats here, uh, Rosenborg hit some pretty impressive numbers recently. Uh, 10 away at Salzburg, 7 v Molde and 7 v Storms Godset. So hit some good numbers. Sandefjord, on the other hand, though, are shipping corners like confetti. Um, 11 they lost at Haugesund, 11 v Storms Godset, 13 at Hamcam and 7 v Vorenga. So they've conceded more corners in, this, in the league than any other side this season so far. I think that's 46 corners in five matches. So they're shipping 9.2 corners a game. And they go to Trondheim. There's me showing my Norwegian geography skills there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I don't see them getting a result here. And I think Rosenborg at home, this is probably the perfect game for them to kickstart their season. As I said before, they've got quite a tough start. Trying to find an angle in this match is difficult, just based on the place that Rosenborg are. Um, very keen to go on the corner markets, but again, the laser set quite high. However, I found an angle and I'm going to go for Rosenborg double chance and over 6.5 Rosenborg corners. It is quite high, the 6.5 line, uh, but it does pay uh, just over 13 to 10 for that double. And there's other ways you can look at this game as well. You could take Rosenborg double chance, Rosenborg to have two goals in the game and over four corners it pays a similar price but happy to take the double chance and Rosenborg over 6.5 match corners Yeah David I suppose Rosenborg wouldn't have been expecting to be languishing where they are in the table at this stage of the season but as Greg said they did have quite a tough start Yeah yeah they, ha- yeah, they have <laughs> it's very frustrating um, to watch them I think um, basically last year they, they were kind of hit and miss the whole season. They didn't really have a good run. They didn't really have a terrible run. And they ended up finishing, I think it was fifth in the end. Um, but this year they've changed manager, changed formation, in. <laughs> gone much more defensive. And um, so far, yeah, they've had, a, they've had a really tough start. I guess you'd say, apart from the Storms Godskate game, the first four games you'd say it was pretty even par, like draw with Bode mm-hmm. away, draw at Sarpsborg away, who have started really well, uh, draw home to Molde and beating odd at home. So I think the first four games were fine, but to then go to Storms Godset, a game where Storms Godset were since start of the season poorly, and Rosenborg would be hoping to win that and sort of show that, yeah, the, season, the start of the season was tough, but here's where we really are. So... Yeah, after that at the weekend, um, I'm a bit unsure uh, where Rosenborg are. Yeah. Um, this is a, a game that they should win. Um, Sandy Fjord, as Greg has said, they've been a little bit up and down to start the season. That um, 
five 0 win they had over uh, um, Thrums Godset was um, interesting game. Uh, it wasn't wasn't a ma- massively one sided game. It's just they scored every chance they got. And um, they also they they've been good on the break. Sandefjord this year they did the same to Haugesson. They just counterattacked them. They did the same, they did it to Godset. But um, against Volleringa last week at home they looked pretty poor. Um, Bollering were by far the better team and yeah I, I agree I think Rosenborg will beat them um, but yeah it's interesting to see where Rosenborg are just now um, I'm going to I'm actually going to see Rosenborg next week and uh, we'll get some live live action of Rosenborg my mum and dad are visiting Norway so my, me and my dad are going to take in a Rosenborg game so you're going to subject them to that yeah, yeah. Actually, do you know what? I'm getting some freebies. I've, I've, I've managed to charm my way to some freebie hospitality. So, um, I am happy to, happy to take him to that. Uh, but yeah, uh, so I, I do think I, I quite like Greg's bet. I like the corners. One, uh, seven corners is a lot. Um, I actually looked at something similar on the Gle- on the Bode Glimt game. Something quite similar. Um, seven corners because. It just sounded like a lot. I think six is more enjoyable. So if you could <laughs> find a way to do a bit better with four, six. To be honest, you um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I do think they'll get a lot of corners. I think they like to rack them up at Lerkendal. Um, they like to play with, with Lerkendal and I think they'll attack a lot against Sandefjord, especially after what happened last week. Yeah, I think as well, the, the compelling thing here for me is, is the amount of corners that uh, Sandefjord are conceding. They're double figures almost every game now. And uh, as you say, Rosenborg getting some good numbers at home. Speaking of uh, Glimt, David, they really need a win to get things back on track, don't they? And they should do this weekend at home to Tromsø. Yeah, I mean, they should do. Um, they're missing Solbach and Asaltnes again, which is an issue. Um, Sondre Brunstad Fair, who came in for Saltnes, he actually went off injured last week. So I'm not sure if he's going to be OK this weekend. Um, so they are missing players, but having said that, um, Tromsø, who had a cracking result last night, Tromsø, they beat Vollering at home 1-0. Um, they will be, yeah, I think I think, I think think they'll find it difficult in Boda. Um, obviously, a, a, northern, a big derby up in the north. So two big teams up in the north. Um, a lot of sort of hate between the teams. And Runa Espiord, who... There's a bit of a Trom- Tromsø legend came through the system there. He's now at Glimt after the, the winter uh, signing. So, yeah, there'll be a bit of needle between the two teams with, with SBR, with it being a Northern Derby. So, I think um, I think it should be a good game, but I think Glimt will get back to winning ways uh, this weekend. As I said, I, I had a wee look at corners in this one. Um, they racked up 17 corners against Leila Storm last week. Uh, which is pretty good. Uh, I did check six, if you want over 16 and a half corners for Glimp this week, that's 50 to 1. Nice. Um, but uh, that's pretty unlikely. They, they managed to hit eight at home to Volleringa and six at home to Rosenborg. So what I did like is a wee, a wee bit builder again, 21 to 20. Glimp to win either half and over over uh, 5.5 corners. So six plus corners and Glimp to win either half was 21 to 20, which I thought was... Uh, it was my way of getting it uh, down from seven to six corners, and I, I can't see them. I can see them winning the game, but just in case they don't, I can definitely see them winning at least one of the halves. Yeah, just having discussed the Rosenborg game and the Glimt game, I'd have a quick look there to see the double pays 11 to 10 for both of them to win this weekend. Nice. 
Yeah, I don't hate it, but we will come to what I think, and Greg definitely thinks is a better double and a better price double. And uh, the Sundays, is it that? No, Mondays, uh, all again. Before we get there, we're going to have one last game that we're going to have a look at, and that's Free Kings home match to Yerv on Sunday evening. Uh, and as we say, David V. King leading the way be disappointed not to have taken three points against Strum Squad set last night, but they're currently two points clear at the top of the table. Yeah, so yeah, two points dropped for V. King on uh, Thursday night, especially after the back of that 4 3 turnaround to Molde. You would have fancied them to to go back home and, and take another three points and extend that lead at the top. But yeah, as you say, only two points now over Leavestrum, uh, Leavestrum with a game in hand. But uh, V. King. So far this season, they've looked really good at home. Uh, three wins and a draw, that 0-0 draw with Strum's got set. Uh, they've only conceded once, that was in a 5-1 win over Haugesund, so obviously that was a comfortable win. Um, beat Bodeglint 2-0, beat Olesund 1-0. Um, just just a really good team. And then if they're playing they're playing Yerv, I mean, they're very short. I think they're 1.22 in uh, new money um, to beat Yerv this weekend. But um, yeah, ha- have started the season well, no, absolutely no doubt about it. But their work's getting done at home, and they've also they've managed to somehow get seven points out of three games at home, and they've only scored three goals. So it's, that's the type of team you have are. They they'll defend and they won't score many goals. They've scored three goals in five games so far. Um, they conceded six, five of them away from home. So two games away from home, two defeats. 4-0 and 1-0 and can see that continuing this weekend or Monday on Monday night. Viking to win to nil is even money and I think that is a really, really good price. Yeah, I always like to uplift Greg, as you well know, on Rangers last season. The worst yeah. Game I've <laughs> yeah, it's just, I mean, you're getting a, a team at 2-9 uh, and uplift to even money yeah, just for them crazy. to win and not to concede. And as David says, yeah, we've only scored three goals this season and uh, yes, five already, great. so it's a, it's a great shout. Even I have a look at this game in terms of corner opportunities too. I'm expecting uh, Viking to to win the corner count in this game well, a bit like they did last Yeah, but to, to be fair to Yerf, they've actually they hit yeah, five away at Lewis yeah. and they hit seven away at Wallering. So <laughs> to be fair, you might get a decent price on three Yerf corners. Um, which is not out of the question. I did look at a potential bet build on this game as well, which would have been under five um, year of corners and over six Deacon corners at evens. So I, I do like the bet build of opportunities. Obviously, I'm not a massive fan of unders, as you well know. Um, yeah. But there's maybe a, a way to get on side for this match. But yeah, I think the win to nil is a great shout. Yeah, even money. Okay, we're going to have a look at Obus Ligan. Um Games are split over Sunday and Monday this weekend. Um, and we've got a few prices that's left to scratch in our heads this weekend, but in a good way, I think. Um, firstly, one of the ones that we've highlighted on our own kind of WhatsApp group was uh, not so much Osana at 3-1, to one, but how can Brain be 17-20 to 20, having not won a game this season, David? Six defeats out of six. Um... Yeah, I think I think a lot of people expected Brina to be sort of relegation favourites this year. Last year they managed to sort of get some good results at home, uh, which sort of saved them. And I think with um, Kongsvinger coming up, who are a bit of a bigger club than Brina, 
Uh, I think a lot of people thought Berenia would be the ones down there with uh, with Shade, who came up in a bit of a surprise uh, to be up in the first division. So yeah, Berenia, six defeats out of six. Osana haven't started the season well. Let's not pretend they have. They've they've not won yet either. Um, they've only got three. They've got three draws and two defeats. Um, they've obviously come closer to winning than Berenia, but um, yeah, three to one for Osana is just a ridiculous price. So it should. I'm I'm surprised that they're not both kind of. 74, 64 yeah. prices. Yeah, I mean, we're not, I guess we're not kind of sticking this one up as a tip as such. It was just a, just a price that kind of stood out for us, um, which just looked a wee bit kind of wrong. Uh, another price that does look very wrong is Neon Dallin at 19 to 20, almost even money. They are top of the table. Yeah, Neon uh, Dallin have started the season really well. They've, In fairness, they've had a pretty gentle start to the season. They've had Kong swinging at home. Sure does Blink at home, Breen at home, and Shade away. Four of the sort of teams that you'd expect to be down the bottom. Uh, but they've also beaten Frederickstad at home 2 now, And they've got a draw away at Start, who are one of the better teams in the league as well. So at home to Koffa, who lost 5-1 at home to Bran last week. Um, that was a really poor result. But to be fair, they've won they've won both their away games so far. But again, mark that with they've played against Brina and they played against Shiraz Blink. Um so I think you know, Dallin, top of the league, started the season really well, looking really solid. Um I, yeah, I can see them winning in this game and I, I, they should win this game. It's, they've they've got a better better squad, far better team than Koffa, who are a bit of a part time uh, side and yeah, 19 to 20, as you say, just stood out massively is the first thing I saw on the August League. Yeah, I wrote to you, David, very angrily on the group chat saying, how on earth can they be 19 to 20? How can they be? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, it doesn't make much sense. A bit like last week's, David, where they were 11 to 10 to win away to Shade. Yeah. Definitely worth getting on this week. Uh, yeah, definitely. Before they, I mean, if they win again this week, uh, they, they can't they can't keep this price forever at home against bottom half teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Greg, you've got a, an Obus League in double for us this weekend as well. Yeah, I'm really enjoying the Obus League in this season. Um, I usually enjoy it, but I'm really enjoying it this year. I think, as I said to David, pre-podcast and yourself, we definitely see the kind of top six teams they're the clubs we expect to be at the top end of the table. So Mion Dallin, Sonnes, Brand, Songdal, Start, Starback. So it's pretty much panning out as we'd expect, which is great. And I could not believe the price yesterday when looking at Monday's matches and seeing, I guess, Frederickstad at home to Shade eight to fifteen to win that match. Now Frederickstad probably had a kind of bit of an inconsistent start. Uh, they've won two, drawn two, lost one. Uh, but they did beat Sonnes 4-0 last weekend. And that was a very informed Sonnes team. And they're at home this weekend against, obviously, a shade team who played five, lost five. You, you can't make a case against Frederickstad in this match. And double that up with Stabak at home to Grorud. Again, Grorud not haven't won a game yet. They've lost two, 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 one and three goals in their five matches. Um, David, I'm right in saying that Starback probably should have won by more than one goal last weekend. Oh, they absolutely battered Ranheim. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the commentators, every time it went to the game, the commentators kept saying, 
can't believe Stavak have only scored one year. It's given Ranheim are still in this game somehow, so yeah, it should have been it should have been they a bad part of my um, over two point five goals double on Monday. Yeah. Ran yeah. match over one point over two point five, and the Stavak game over one 0 So was very annoyed to hear that he should have won uh, far more comfortably than one 0 But they're at home to Grorud, and again eight to fifteen for Stavak, one of the league's better sides. Uh, Grorud without a win. It's as straightforward a double as you'll see, and it pays seven to five. Again, you can't make a case against either of these sides. You could back both teams to score two. Um, I think both sides are scoring goals. Both sides against are conceding goals. I think that double pays five to four, and we could do a special as well on both teams to win and there to be two goals in the match to bump the price up. But more than happy to take the seven to five double. And if you're really greedy, you could add Bran into this match as well, into the treble. I think that treble pays just below 5-2. to two. But not going to be greedy here, and I'm more than happy to back a Fredrikstad Stabak double at 7-5. Yeah, and I know you're saying you could be greedy, but you also quite like goals on Monday night as well, towards those three games as a, a separate treble. Yeah, it's a decent card on, on Monday. Again, a bit disappointing they're not on the same day. Although saying that, we've got five games kicking off at five o'clock on Sunday. So again, we'll be doing the goal before 30 minutes. I think we're one game short again this week. But as I say in the channel, it's a bet you have to do every week. It's not going to land every week, but it's going to land a good few times throughout the season. And you only plan it to land two or three times. Uh, not, not even that to, to make it worth your while. Yeah. On Monday, yeah, um, three really decent teams at home, all around the 1-2 to mark. Um, playing against sides other than I guess Sandnes have had a decent enough start but Bran are scoring goals and I'd expect there to be goals across all three games and that yeah. table pays um, 3 to 1 3 to 1 good stuff uh, David anything else in Opus League and standing out for you this weekend yeah um, there was one thing that stood out for me and it was a goal scorer um, odd at home to Haugesund this weekend and Haugesund obviously I mean, conceding a lot of goals so far this year. Um, I can see Odd winning that game, but they're a little bit short, 19 to 20, just given given they're off the back of that 3 0 defeat. But um, I was just looking through the goal scorers lists, and uh, their their main striker, Tobias Lauritsen, their top scorer so far this year. Um, he's definitely going to play. He's going to probably play 90 minutes, and if they get a penalty, he's probably going to hit it. He was 3.4, no, was it 3.6 uh, to score any time. And, yeah. and uh, yeah, I thought it looked a bit strange. And do you know what? I've just gone on to it now and he's down to 3.25. So somebody else has noticed. Yeah. Uh, he's down to 3.25 now, which I still think is really good considering he's behind holding midfielder, uh, other striker who's on the bench, some guy who hasn't played all season, uh, someone who hasn't scored all season as a winger and a winger who's scored one. Uh, goal. So yeah, 3.25 years now. It was 3.6 when I looked about an hour ago. So somebody else has uh, noticed it as well and stuck some quids on it. Yeah, he's 94 in old money. Uh, 15 to 2 to score first or 15 to 2 to score last. So yeah, that's a decent shout. Um, anything else for you, Greg, before we wrap up? I'm going to put David on the, on the spot here and oh. maybe give him some homework. Um, obviously, we focus on the Azerian and Oberstligen and I've got no doubt at all these two leagues will be great for us again this summer. It's our third season on the podcast, I guess, us doing this league. But I'm very fascinated by the lower leagues in Norway, David. 
Um, some yeah. credit to be had. Lots of second string sides, Rosenborg too. I guess the top flight second teams play in the lower leagues, and there's money to be made in those leagues. But yeah. honestly, don't know anything about it. Um, I'm hoping you can get your ear to the ground at some point this season and find a couple of gems for us because you see some of the yeah. scores in those leagues and it's like 7-0, 6-1, yeah. yeah, it's not easy it's to quite, find. Quite often, so, so basically the rule is um, the rule is the second team is not allowed, is only allowed four players to play for it that have been in the squad for the first team on the previous game. Right. So that's the rule. So what quite often happens as well, if, if the second team is playing before the first team, then, then there's hardly anyone who's going to be involved. There's going to be nobody, basically, who's if they're playing the day before the first team, there's going to be nobody from the first team squad involved in the second team, pretty much. So so that's one thing I'm, you've got to, I think I'll be looking out for, is just if a second team is playing before the first team, the day before the first team, then they're going to probably have more younger players, and then that's when they could be in a bit of trouble. I like it. Yeah, look forward to it. You're reporting on this one, or is David next week? Pressure's on. Yeah, I, I was going to say this huge, like the, the division three, like the fourth tier. There's huge, huge variations in budget between some teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, some teams, like yeah, uh, so it's to, definitely something to keep an eye on. I need to. I don't know much about division three, but yeah, there is huge results every week. I'm looking forward to the pronunciation of some of these teams as a as I look through. Good luck with that. Now, uh, and it's giving me the fear. <laughs> You're not the only one. Fana, Fana. Yeah, I'm sure David will keep his right. Uh, okay, I think that's us for this week, guys. Can you recap your best bets this weekend if you can kick us off, Greg? Um, yeah, starting off in the Lita Zerian, I have got Rosenborg at home to Sandyfjords, and it's a bet builder. So taking. Over 6.5 Rosenberg corners and Rosenborg double chance at 13 to 10. And moving into the Obus League on Monday, we've got a Frederickstad Stabak double that pays 75 and also backing uh, over 2.5 match goals treble from those two games, along with the Bran versus Sandnes match on Monday also, and that pays 3 to 1. Stuff. And David? Yeah. And uh, Elite Serian first. I'm looking at a wee bet building in the Molde game. That's over 1.5 match goals. Molde to hit four or more corners and Molde to draw or win double chances and that pays 21 to 20. Um, even money, Viking to win to nil against Yev. And also a quite quite like a wee glimpse bet builder as well and that was Glink to win either half and, over, and to hit over 5.5 corners. That was um, 21 to 20 as well. Um, also, to- Tobias Lauritsen was one to keep an eye on, a uh, goal scorer for odd this weekend, potentially 3.25. He is now to score any time. And down to obviously again, Mjöndalen to beat Koffa, uh, 1.95. And that was on Sunday. Um, just, a, just a wee point on the games. The games are all on Monday this week in the latest series. Um, it's Norway Day on Tuesday, 17th of May, Norwegian uh, Norwegian Independence Day, so traditional 16th of May fixture um, is something that happens every year. Um, you'll have eight latest season games on um, on the 16th of May, and before the the day before we celebrate um, independence from Sweden and Denmark. And the key question is, David, what are you having for your dinner that day? What is on the menu? 
I, I'm not sure. I'm, uh, I'm actually working all day, um, which is good because I'm getting paid an absolute fortune. But um, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how I'll be. Yeah, I'll be at work. I'll be at the airport. Nice. Well, you have a, a nice Norwegian, Norway day. Please. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be thinking of you. Uh, now, don't forget, you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84, where you can also find the details of how to join his private betting channel. It'd be great to have all the listeners on there too. Um, you can also follow David on Twitter at dweatherston11. And don't forget to check out his blog at davidweathersonfootball.com for some more analysis and insight on the game in Norway. And that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Thank you and good luck. Good luck, guys. Cheers.